Tired of complex and high credit card processing fees? It's time to simplify. Whether you own a big business or a small startup, Empower Payments can save you money. Streamline your payment process while saving money today with Empower Payments. Learn more at EmpowerPayments.com. That's EmpowerPayments.com. Every once in a while, we have to bring out the big dog. Yeah. Oh, God help us. It's time for Danny Unleashed. Oh. <laughs> Sponsored by Easton Roofing, where integrity matters. Go to EastonRoofing.com for more. Right, hour number two of the program begins right now. Danny Klingskill, you heard he's brought to you by Easton Roofing, Kansas City's best. When it comes to your roof, whether it's your home or your business, uh, one of the most exclusive commercial, all of the uh, most exclusive commercial roofing manufacturers in the country. I'm talking about Elevate, Yaco, Carlisle, JM. They only supply the very best roofing companies in the country. They supply Easton Roofing. Why? Because they're one of the best in the country. Easton Roofing can write warranties on commercial flat roofs up to 30 years. Only a handful of companies across the entire country can say that. That's Easton Roofing here in Kansas City. That's how highly thought of they are nationwide. And, of course, they're the best in Kansas City. No payment collected until you're 100% satisfied. Find them online at EastonRoofing.com. We welcome Danny Klinkscale here to uh, Rally House, uh, one of 19 locations. where right across the street from the Oak Park Mall, 95th and Quivira, the uh, South West corner basically is where we are, where you have literally everything. I know, Danny, you have been just riding Curtis's ass about where do I get myself a tie-dye Kansas City Monarchs hat. And the answer is right here, Danny. It's right here at Rally House. Cause they I know. It. When I came in, it's so close, right over your close to, to the broadcast location here. I didn't even have to work at it, so I'm excited. I know. You know I, know. I didn't even have to, you know, I'm, I'm okay. I'm trying to shake off a case of sunstroke from being outside for the last few days. <laughs> you know we've had no sun. Still just When was the last time the sun daylight was out? Daylight was enough Tuesday? Yeah. Tuesday? And uh, was nope. it even out Tuesday? I don't know. I don't even know. I'm trying. I was trying to be optimistic. Maybe it was Monday. I don't know. We, we've had a couple here and there. We haven't had. I, I know that. Like I have been because you know, like Adam. I don't know if you know this, but both of us are doing well on our trying to be lesser men this year. Right. Uh, I, I keep a little uh, Excel spreadsheet, Curtis Siebel, color coded style. Nice. On my uh, on my exercise routines, mm-hmm. and I have a little thing for notes, and I merged a whole bunch of cells and just said. Blanking ridiculous cold, uh, stuck uh, uh, treadmill elliptical only, because like I wanted to know why. Like when I look back and go, okay, why was that? Because it was ridiculous. It's either been brutally cold or raining. It seems like for like oh. three weeks. You know, when we had that unbelievable cold snap, it just took me back because uh, it would be like this, and I'd step outside to take the trash out or do whatever, and I'd be like, you know what? I used to run in this. What in the world was I doing? But uh, I was glad that, uh, you know, I have a different exercise routine now. But I, I, I almost, you know, I almost look back at like it's, a, it's sort of some kind of alternate universe because I would have I would have run in that stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, and maybe that's what happened to you. Yeah, maybe it is. You I know. mean, I ran in Anchorage in the middle of the winter, so. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> insane. Just, that's ridiculous. Yeah. That, yep. that's, that's just not not right. No. You know, you tell people that you had this long running streak, and they, they will say, oh, that's that's impressive. And I said, or absurd. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. How long did you go? 
7,131 consecutive days. So that's almost, what is that, 19, 18 years? 19, 19 years? years and five months. I was seven months away from 20 years when you saw the reason firsthand yeah. why that ended, Saran. Danny blew his patella tendon while we were war, war practicing. <laughs> For the first basketball yeah the the turkey ball yes and we were playing basketball and danny you know tried to put a move on me and you know you just (laughs) can't get by me (laughs) i literally was in layup yeah he was he was was going going right to the rim and down he goes like a sack of potatoes he turns around and looks at me and goes did you kick me (laughs) i did i said said no of the sort yeah you did actually you did no i i don't think you remember this because you were it was well i remember what you said Subsequent to that, if that's what I said, you screamed at me, don't look at your knee. Yeah. <laughs> and I did, sign. and my kneecap was halfway between my knee and my hip. Yeah. It was uh, the other time. I might Maybe you didn't say, do you kick me? I might be confusing because when Boger snapped his Achilles. That probably was it. He went down and he turned He turned to Doug Stewart and went, did you kick me? That was probably because, it. And I've heard that, that that's what it feels like. I remember you. you uh, the first words are. You, I think, I'm, you, I think you, I'm blending those right, stories. You screaming, don't look at your knee. <laughs> so, of course, what do you do? You look right at it. And this is how dumb I was to wrap this up. You know, obviously I ran in sub-zero weather, whatever it was, I did. And it had to be outside, so all that, all these rules I had. But, uh, so that by the time the paramedic gets there... The, Danny left in an ambulance, that's yeah, how bad it was. Yeah, so the, by the time the, the para, paramedics loaded me up into the ambulance, the, the kneecap had sort of returned to its original spot, sort of. Yeah. So I'm thinking to myself, ah, just wrap that up. I'll be good to go in the morning. <laughs> I do remember you being like, I think I'll be okay. I think I can run tomorrow. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. dude. And then I running. went to the hospital, and the doctor said, try to lift your left leg. No go. No, yeah. And he says, well, we're going to MRI it and everything, but you've got a ruptured patellar tendon. I yeah. can tell you that right now. And so that would be the end of me for five that's, months. That's yeah, what that you was, get for I, trying to dunk. Yeah, <laughs> even, even I could tell because I I had seen uh, Boger go down like that, and what that looked like, what his the back of his leg looked like when that that tendon came up, and I was like, I don't know, dude, but I think you I think it's your patella tendon. I mean, it's not good. Like that's no. your kneecap up there. Yeah, like it's not it's wasn't not good. good, man. Wasn't good. No, it wasn't. Nope. But but you know. It had to come to an end. I had this. Is what I, I always say when you hear if somebody has patellar tendonitis, they're going to rupture their patellar tendon at some point because what it means is it's starting to fray right and eventually it's going to snap so that's you know this is a wear and tear injury for sure not yeah me making a breaking ankles out on the (laughs) basketball court that was not happening under uh similar you know similarly uh with with uh, a renewed emphasis on exercise i now think i might have turf toe Oh, nice. That's, Tubby, that's not good. Tubby's actually committed to working out, and so now, you know, now, now I'm like, you know, why is my toe killing me? Like, I'm like, I can't think of what else it'd be, you know, so. Yeah, if you're using an elliptical, sometimes when you use the elliptical, you're yeah. slamming your foot into the edge of just naturally. No, it's not a bruise. It's uh-huh. definitely something that's not yeah, right. But, I mean, 
I think I sometimes get something that's akin to turf. Really? Toe from, All right. So I need. Well, that's what I need. I need the weather to get better so I can get back outside to my exactly fat right. old man walk around. Exactly the right. <laughs> the neighborhood always loves it uh, when I'm walking around. It's quite a quite a thrill for quite all the neighbors. Um, yeah, they get excited. So I deprived them of that for over a week. So I need to get back out there, Danny. Uh, let me ask you: as we're here at Rally House, um, where you can get literally everything when it comes to the Chiefs, baby onesies. I mean, man, woman, child, pet. You have it all here. Um, by the way, cool Casey Scout stuff, too. The uh, folks are helping me out looking to see if they got a, a grande size uh, Casey Scouts hoodie I was looking at. So That is. That's, that's good I, stuff. And shockingly, I found two Chiefs hoodies I don't have uh, that I brought over here. To, those uh, those to look like they're big enough. I'll they, say that. They, well, oh, well. <laughs> you didn't undersize them. <laughs> I think your new svelte self, those might be too big. <laughs> Well, I hope so. I, I hope you're says, right. I think it says tent size. Yeah, it does. It says tent. It says you, it doesn't have an accent. Tent. tent. So, yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's what I wear. I'm size tent. Size um, tent. Appreciate that, Danny. Um, always feel better when you when you come around. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, what do you think of the game? What's your impression of what uh, this game is going to look like? Well, last week I had no real certainty about the game and not like I have certainty this week but I just feel like the Chiefs I think were relatively pleased as were their fans with how they played last week and they won by a hair's breadth when somebody missed a field goal at the end now they had a minute and 50 to go I'm not they easily could have gone out and kicked a game-winning field goal but anyway they won a very tight game against the Buffalo Bills and while playing pretty well and if they did the same thing, I mean, the Ravens are just that much better in every little area that you'll look at. The Bills were banged up on defense. The Ravens aren't. Uh, the Bills ran the Chief ball well on the Chiefs for two and a half quarters. The Ravens can run it even better. So, so it just, it's almost, it's just a common sense pick. The Chiefs are dangerous. They have Patrick Mahomes. They have winning DNA. If they get the game deep into the fourth quarter, I think they have the advantage because the other team will tighten up and they won't. But I can't see picking the Chiefs in a game when they just played a game where they played well against a lesser opponent and barely won. So yeah. that's my reasoning there. Yeah. I, I, You know, how well do you think they played against the Bills? I think I, they played well by 2023's dash 24 standards you know there were mistakes but there were less mistakes they allowed the other team to run the football but then eventually figured it out uh they didn't turn the ball over basically except one dumb one which you can put on mccall hardman and you can put on andy reed who still somehow likes to run horizontal plays inside the five yard line which i We'll never understand, but anyway, right after, right after Sorry, Isaiah, right hold after on. Isaiah Pacheco had stuffed the ball right down the middle, and also it's first down. Okay, it's first down, and the, and the reason. Well, what, what what is what? First of all, you understand that the Chiefs aren't Marty Ball. No. Running it, right? It's not. It's not power football. It's not a glorified tackle at tight no. end. No, they 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 are a finesse running team. Can we agree on that? I will agree on that. Not yes. that Pacheco is a finesse runner. He's not. But they are a finesse running team. It's not Jim Taylor, power sweep. No. Two guards not. out in front with a fullback leading. That's not power running. For and, sure. And to be a finesse running team, you have to freeze people instead of blocking them. 
right? And they do it by we run a draw to or or an inside handoff to Isaiah Pacheco, and then Mahomes acts like he's got the ball, and they run bubble screen action on the outside with three wideouts. They bunch do a bunch on the outside, and he throws. But but to make that work, you have to throw that bubble screen. Right? That's one of the ways. They freeze corners over there, a safety over there. They send a lot of people over that direction, and that means there's less hats to block. Hey, go ahead. The other way they do it is jet sweeps, shuttle passes, and, and just regular reverses. Action going the other way that freezes the backside. I, I get all that, but to me. So, but you got to run that every now and then. No, nobody wants it. Like, everybody every, hates it. Every now Why and then. Why don't you just pound it away? What? Up, up three, first down. Horizontal plays can result. Now, this didn't, but horizontal plays are the only ones that usually are going to result in a loss, putting you in a worse position. So I'll just say still I didn't like the call, especially on first down. I'm not saying. When, when, when do you run that play? What's a good time? Well, I would still say never when you're that close. <laughs> so when? How far out, out do you have uh, to be? Even the 12-yard line sounds fine to me. The 12-yard line? It's also the prospect of a, a loss when you're down there that close of yardage, which the Chiefs do I, far too much of. I, I do have your back on that from the standpoint that I think one of the things that's made them better is embracing we're not giving up the three, right? Which that the three is in their pocket. So I buy what you're saying. I would hate that. Play. I would be more willing to object to the play call. Which, by the way, gained what five and a half yards? Oh, it was yeah, yeah. right. I I would be more willing to object to the play call if they were at like the thirty-five, and a loss would take them out of field goal range. Because I I do agree with you that, and I think one of the things that's been successful for them is embracing the fact that we don't want to give up the three. Let's don't turn it over. Let's don't take negative plays. I think they have understood we're not going to score forty today so let's take the three when we can get it because we we have a defense that can stop some people so I, i'm fine with that but i i will point out also i think a running a wide receiver running with the football is more susceptible to turning the football over than a running back uh i i i that's preposterous uh where would you ever get that no i actually think that's there's, some, <laughs> there's probably some validity and it's in also it's also who the player is that's involved here right so, um. Yes. Old reliable is not <laughs> the nickname, but uh, said player does have. If I'm looking at this right, he has two rushing touchdowns in his career. I thought it right. was more than that. But. Well, the, also the Chiefs have run 19 plays this year, running plays with a tight end or wide receiver. 19. Guess how many yards they've gained? Well, um, I. <laughs> I'm thinking of some of the ones that have gone horribly awry, probably like 22. No, 50 yards. 50 yards. 50 okay. yards on 19 gadget plays. So two and a half, yard, two and a half yards of carry. But but the gadget, But the, I think that's the part that... Now, they've run a lot of those plays. I will grant they've run several of those plays or shovels inside. Where they can only get a yard the or 10-yard line, where they can only get a couple of yards. But, but I, that, that's that's my point is, like, one of the worst things that ever came out of Eric Bieniemy's mouth, all right, and there were a few. But one of the worst things is when he said, every play is designed to score a touchdown. Well, that's categorically not true. Right? Like, that's they absolutely are not. Right? They're designed. Theoretically, I understand what he's saying, but you don't run a dive play expecting no, you, a and, touchdown. And, and there are, you, know, you don't single block everybody. And, by the way, you're down two men 
when you have offense because your quarterback doesn't factor in once he lets go of the ball, and then whoever's carrying the ball is not getting a block on somebody. So someone's got to beat somebody. So it's, they're not. They're not designed. You, anytime you double team that you've taken another person that you're not going to get a block. Also, it's just, run, I don't even, it's just a, preposterous. If you run a simple running play up the middle also, there's not even any time for your wide receivers to block. Anybody. Yes. And and so, so but my, my, my point to that is a lot of what Andy Reid does – they are plays that have lots of options that are designed to spread the defense thin. And if you don't run all the options, you don't spread them thin. And, hey, they're hamstrung by the fact that they are not going to sneak. So, I mean, let us we all understand why they, they don't. I still don't agree with it. It was a fluke play, whatever. But I get it. Okay. So, but that's a significant play that you just have eliminated from your whole wheelhouse. That's just not available, even as a decoy, it's not even there. So that that does hurt. There's no doubt. The other team is, doesn't even have to think about it. So that that's not good. You know, that, that I agree. That creates Andy Reid saying, well, a screen, I mean, the sneak's out. Right. And they can't even think about the sneak. They used to borrow the fullback. They don't have a fullback anymore. So, yeah, there are reasons why they call the plays they do, do, but I still wasn't a fan. Okay. So what does a Chiefs win look like in Baltimore? I'd say that a Chiefs win it looks like what Eric Eager just said, that they'd have to win like 20 to 10, that the defense just is hell on wheels for the day, which – it's possible. Who's more? What's more likely that the defense holds the Ravens to thirteen or less, or the offense gets to thirty-four or more? <laughs> thirteen or less. Did you hear the stat? Patrick Mahomes in his career against number one defenses, defenses that ended up being number one at the end of the year. What he what he's done? Yeah, I think past statistics for Patrick Mahomes are interesting to to dive into, but they're not the twenty twenty three Chiefs. I mean, Patrick Mahomes is fine. Nobody's thinking that he's regressed this year, but his numbers did, so it ain't on him. So it's a lesser offense. I'd be shocked if they get to 34 points. Shocked. If they held the Ravens to 13? That would not shock you. That would not shock me. Okay. I mean, that's still three scores. Uh, you know, it's not. that's not out of the realm of possibility. It could be a mud bowl, too. Except for they have turf, don't they? Uh, do they? I guess Curtis, they, I guess they do they. I think they. Have, I think they have grass there, or they did for or, or at least. No, I'm early pretty sure on. they have grass. Let me let me make sure. Yeah, let's sit. You, it'll, I'm sure it'll just say playing surface. I yeah. think they have. I think they have turf. I mean, I think they have. Grass. I think they have synthetic turf. Huh? Well, then uh, it won't be a mud bowl. It could be wet. GN1 Bermuda grass. Oh, now it's a t- Tiff yeah, Weiss 419 like Bermuda grass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bermuda grass. Yeah. Yes, I thought they had grass. Synthetic Bermuda. One of the more I, amazing I things I've them. always thought is how, how do they keep their grass usually looks pretty good in the winter. And, like, how do they do that in Baltimore? Soren, don't worry. I'll touch that up. You'll be right on the podcast. Okay, perfect. Thank you. I appreciate that. Real quick to say grass. Yeah, I think that the reason I was kind maybe of... I'm, maybe I'm thinking of buffalo. I think I have some certain that is because I've always been amazed that, you know, that Tucker... Does New is, England have grass or, or do they have synthetic? 
I think, they're, I think they're, they're synthetic. Maybe I'm pretty I'm sure they're synthetic. I'll check it out. Yeah, and the Jets and Giants are synthetic. Yes, right? they oh, yeah. are. So maybe I'm just lumping all the. But I've always been together. amazed at how you know Justin Tucker is you know this fabulous kicker too, and he's kicking off for grass, and a lot of times it's not so great out there. So that's another thing. Yeah, I, I think it would have to be the Chiefs are kind of mistake, sort of mistake free, maybe one turnover, whatever muscle their way to 20 or 23 and hold the Ravens down. That would be the, I would, to me, that winning the game 34-27 or something seems out of the question. But last week's offensive game was more freewheeling and, you know, teams were moving the football more than I thought going into the game would happen. So it doesn't mean I couldn't be wrong. That's that's certainly possible. But uh, I think given the conditions, given the fact that the Ravens would like to play the game of ball control and keep football a lot in an ideal world, they'd rather have 14, 15 play drives. So that strikes me as the way the game will go. Any clean skills with us. We're at Rally House. Uh, rallyhouse.com. You can uh, shop online or find which one of the 19 locations is closest to you. Uh, stock up for the weekend. Remember, the doors will open uh, with a Chiefs win in this AFC Championship game. Of course, what you'll hear that AFC Championship game right here on the home of the NFL, Sports Radio 810 WHB, AFC and NFC Championship game on 810. If the Chiefs win the AFC Championship game as soon as the game is over, they will open the doors here locally uh, at the Rally House, and you can get all your championships. Uh, AFC Championship gear, uh, look ahead to the big game. Uh, it's all here at Rally House, rallyhouse.com. Danny, always brought to you by our friends at Easton Roofing. Joe Spiker and his team, absolutely the best, whether it's your business or your home. Let Easton Roofing take care of what is probably your biggest investment, uh, whether it's your business or home. Uh, it's Easton Roofing online at eastonroofing.com. All right, the Joe's Kansas City Barbecue Burns end of the hour answer. Besides Detroit, what current NFL city has gone the most season since hosting a league or conference championship game? Besides Detroit, longest. So Detroit is the longest. Repeat that, please. I was Uh, exchanging pleasantries with that fine young gentleman. Yes, Luke came by to say hello, and uh, he... Uh, is quite confident in the Chiefs. He is. Nice. And, uh, you know, I thought he might punch Danny because Danny just is all over the Ravens. <laughs> um, really. uh, longest besides Detroit. Yeah, huh. what, what current NFL city besides uh, Detroit has gone the most seasons since they hosted a league or championship game? Detroit goes back to 57. I mean, Houston? You got it. I, you wow. uh, kind of tip it off when you say city, because I heard one of the um, uh, um, uh, sports or leisures. Hmm. It was something like, what city? And I'm like, when you go, what city? Uh, it kind of tips you off that we're, we're dealing with multiple multiple teams. Yep. So, you know, yeah, Houston. I, is, I didn't really know that. Houston is not I just hosted. have the deductive powers of, uh, <laughs> of uh, 
I don't know. Some would say Clouseau. I'd like to think Sherlock Holmes. But, uh, yeah, but when was the last time Houston hosted it? Well, they have not hosted since Hank Stram, Lynn Dawson, and the Dallas Texans yep. won the AFL championship in 1962. That's 61 years, 56 seasons. They didn't have a team for five years. Nine others have not hosted one in the 21st century. Tampa, Cleveland, Cincinnati, Washington, Miami, Buffalo, Dallas, Jacksonville, and Nashville, which has never hosted one, they got knocked off by the Bengals a couple of years ago. They were in line to host one for the first time, but they still have not hosted one. And their and their coach won't be hosting one anytime soon because doesn't no, look like he's nope. getting a job. Yeah, uh, at least their former coach, Mike Vrabel, uh, doesn't look like he's getting a job. Uh, Joe's Kids City Barbecue, we just gave away there. Hey, I don't know if you know this, Danny, but uh, big special going on uh, this weekend at Joe's. Uh, it is uh, for all your watch parties uh, today and tomorrow only. Get a full slab of their delicious ribs for just nineteen ninety nine. You can take advantage of this dine in, carry out, or wrapped cold, so you can then reheat game day on Sunday. It's what we do at my house a lot of times. Uh, we get the Joes on Saturday. They'll, they'll make everything ready and then give you the instructions on what you need to do to get it uh, rocking and rolling on game day. It's good at any Joes Kansas City location. Uh, Olathe, Leewood, the original at 47th Admission inside the gas station. By the way, Curtis, do you have the um, Travis Kelsey go-to order there? Uh, um, I do, yes. That was given. I have it here. I thought I sent it to you guys. Here it is. Yeah, I've got it. Uh, the star did a story on uh, Kelsey's uh, go-to Joe's. What, what's his go-to Joe's order? Half slab of ribs, two Z-Man sandwiches, and an order of fries. <laughs> Sounds like what a big man should eat. It, it does. I will tell you that my go-to order is a uh, short end, uh, um, uh, rocket pig, fries, and rings. All of it is not consumed. There are ribs left over. There's half a rocket pig. I get the big rocket pig. Half a rocket pig and plenty of fries and rings to go around for uh, people in the family. But then you get all the flavors, right? I, he, I think, eats all of that. I cannot I'm eat all of that. I guess he would eat all of that, but he might leave a little bit. You think? To snack on. Yeah, okay. it's possible. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, Kelsey has his go-to order uh, there at uh, Joe's. Joe's can take care of you, like I said. For your watch parties today and tomorrow, only get a full slab of their delicious ribs for just nineteen ninety-nine. Dine-in, carry-out, or wrap cold so you can reheat for the game. By the way, the most underrated thing on the menu are their ribs. They do so many things so well, but their ribs are out of this world. Uh, you know, I got a tour of everything that goes into their ribs and then how they take care of them, how they keep them moist. Uh, it is just unbelievable, the care, the love that goes into Joe's ribs. You can get them, like I said, uh, right now, a full slab of their delicious ribs for just nineteen ninety nine at all three Joe's locations. One more thing. Uh, Joe's uh, Sounds good. tweeted yesterday. I heard the big picture. inhale from yeah, Curtis. He knew something I knew he was coming. something he wanted to jump in. <laughs> uh, yeah. A great picture, because on the podcast, Kelsey had talked about how much he loves uh, the wild cherry Pepsi. So someone found a picture of Kelsey, cut it out, of him pointing, and they've tilted it down where he's pointing at the wild cherry Pepsi, and they, they taped it up to the their soda machine in one of the stores. It looks fantastic. It's so well done. Yeah. Yeah. That is fantastic. Um, all right. Joe's Kansas City Barbecue. Get it tonight. Take advantage. Uh, rib night. Let's go. Uh, it is a, a perfect time today and tomorrow only. Full slab of their delicious ribs for nineteen ninety nine. Danny Clink skills with me here at Rally House. Uh, Danny, mm-hmm. uh, what does a chief loss look like? What goes wrong? Uh, I think the Chiefs' loss looks like they can't handle the run like they couldn't 
through a lot of the game against Buffalo, and Lamar Jackson can just throw the ball on his terms. And then they do make a couple of mistakes, and Baltimore is comfortable in the fourth quarter, possesses the football, and wins by 10. I think that's that's what that's their prescription for success. I would say that I think you know that they either they're up and then they keep the football away from the Chiefs at the end of the game so they don't have any chance and they win by 7-10 to 10 or but I, I, we've talked about this we talked about this off the air I think the Chiefs job here is to put the game into the fourth quarter when it's still you know a, a one score game or more uh, importantly I think a three point game or something like that and put the pressure on the Ravens yeah. they're supposed to win and they haven't won and Lamar Jackson hasn't won and if they get up by three and they give them the football with two minutes to go, the way their defense is operated and their corners can play and the pressure they can put on them, then you like their chances. I, But I feel like the Ravens could get game control of this game and keep the Chiefs at arm's length and then have the football with the ability to just pound away at the end of the game and, and keep the Chiefs away from from having the football. Yeah. Um, that's what that looks for them. I, uh, you know, I think I'm not saying that's exactly my, I'm picking the, the Ravens, but I don't think I'm exactly thinking it's going to be that easy for them. But I think that they need to have at least a touchdown lead in the fourth quarter against the chiefs or they're, they're going to start tightening it up and, you know, well, I thought they were looking like they were getting a little tight at 10-10 with the Texans. Sure, yes. And I think if Houston could have found a way to get a stop, that first drive of the Ravens, they went down, they scored, and then it started feeling like party time. They started getting confident, and it started snowballing. Right. That's why I agree with you. I think it's important for the Chiefs to play from in front. It's important for them to be at least even, but I think preferably plus one or two uh, in the turnover uh, category. And the longer you go and the more pressure you can put on the Ravens' offense and on Lamar Jackson, I think the better. Because we know Patrick Mahomes isn't going to wilt. Even if it's in defeat, you know, he is going to fire and play well all the way to the end. We don't know that about a lot of other quarterbacks. And he hasn't been able to bring him back in the past, Lamar Jackson being he. Hadn't been able to bring the Ravens back in the past. And so I would like to see that, that get dumped on him. And I agree with Eric. For the most part, Eric Eager, who was on in the first hour, if you missed it, the podcast at 810WHB.com uh, or the 810 app. Uh, the I think you you commit a lot of manpower to stopping the run, and you tell McDuffie and Sneed, boys, you're, you're rolling solo. Yeah, and, the, and the, the thing that's tough about this game is that it looks like Mark Andrews is going to be back. And while he's been gone, the other tight end has developed into a you know a real weapon. So now they have both of them, and that's convenient. That's convenient for a quarterback who, you know, is in a tight situation, and they're they're not going to put the, the two corners on the tight ends. And that's a, that's a first down prescription. That's a bailout prescription for them. Uh, they, you can see them running a lot of two tight end sets with the ability to run and. RPO and show little dinkers to because that's kind of what they did as a as a safety valve in the in the game last week. Texans were blitzing a lot and it was working pretty effectively. And then they came out in the second half and they were throwing a lot of checkdowns and that was working. So, uh, what did you think of what Eric had to say about Chris Jones? Well, he's got an incentive to go to the Super Bowl, so let's hope he wants to play. All around, because I, I didn't, I didn't see much of a difference in the way he played against Buffalo than the way he played against the 
uh, Chargers in the game that didn't matter. Well, he he seemed somewhat, you know, I know I heard people talking about the snap count and being surprised that the snap count was that high because a lot of times it seemed like, where's Chris Jones? He'd be on the sidelines and or... They're running the ball down the Chiefs' throat. And I'm, not, I'm not talking about standing on the sidelines. I'm, I'm talking about like, when he's oh, up. it's going over there. That's good. And I, I seriously, seriously hope that that's, that's not in the mindset of Chris Jones. I mean, making business decisions in the divisional round of the NFL playoffs – because you, you you don't have an incentive clause in that game, and you do have one in the Super Bowl. Or... Well, you got to get through that game to get to the Super Bowl, so I'm not right. entirely – I think he's got to win it, too. I don't know that it's just get there. Right. I think he's got to win it. But, so, You know, that, that just strikes me as – and, you know, I guess I continue to, you know, and people – it's an old man comment, but what's the bonus? Is it a million? Uh, I think it might be like five hundred thousand. Curtis, can you? Or I can. Uh, whatever. Up. Even okay. Say either one. You know, the man's making thirty. He's going to cash in in one way or another after this season. It seems like a pretty insignificant amount of money for me to have him not incentivized to play in super important football games, whether he's won a Super Bowl or two or not. Um, he's got. Uh, actually, he's got nothing tied with the Super Bowl. Maybe that's okay. why I didn't go hard, because they've been eliminated. Uh, Eric was, was wrong about this. First-team All-Pro plus a Super Bowl appearance? He didn't win first-team All-Pro, did he, Curtis? Uh, or did he make it on? Maybe he did make oh, it. Reputation. He have. Yeah, he was. He was named first-team All-Pro. Okay, then Eric's right. I'm sorry, Eric. Yeah. I apologize. Uh, first-team All-Pro plus a Super Bowl appearance, $1 million. Appearance. Um, so he's just got to get there. Defensive Player of the Year, which hasn't been voted on yet, but I don't think he's going to win. <laughs> no, I don't. Plus a Super Bowl appearance, $2 million. So he's got a million dollars on the line if they make the Super Bowl. I mean, it's a million dollars. I'm not trying to <laughs> poo-poo a million dollars. He's already cashed three and a quarter million worth of uh, bonuses, 35% of the snaps, a million, 50. A so million. what's his total haul already this year? Uh, base salary was eighteen four. With a signing bonus, uh, well, I don't, and that would have been from the original contract, a restructure of seven. Uh, so uh, that probably was paid before. If you're just talking about real cash dollars he got paid this year, total, is that what you're yeah, asking me? Yeah. I think uh, 21.6, 21.7. That's it. Yeah, here it is, yearly cash, 21, $21,666,667. Yeah, I, you know, one twentieth of that is a significant amount of money, but it's twenty-one million dollars. And what's he gonna? What, what's rock bottom? He's gonna get this off season from somebody. Uh, rock, fifty guaranteed. Rock, rock bottom. Yeah, three for seventy-five with fifty million. I think more <laughs> likely he's gonna get three with a bunch of voidables and about seventy-five million dollars guaranteed. So it, three for a hundred. If that's if that's in his mind, then I don't know if I'd want to give him the next contract. If you're Kansas City? Anybody. Oh, well, it's not even an option in this town. I <laughs> right. guarantee you he's not getting a But, I mean, with here. that kind of mindset, the guy sitting around, he's gonna he's, he's sitting on guaranteed $72 million, $22 million he's already if made. If he it. finishes the year healthy. Right, but. I, I mean, that's part of it. Even, even. I Listen, I don't want to sit and say I would play my guts out. I've never had $72 million riding on the fact that I just don't get hurt if he got hurt he'd still probably get a lot of money yeah listen i think 
Chris Jones is Chris Jones. I think Chris Jones is always that. There's always been the analytics, and I think if you watch the games, you see their plays that he doesn't go hard. Now, I think the unfair part is people asking defensive linemen that carry 300 pounds to play the game like they're a 185 pound corner. Exactly, they can't. They can't. It's more stress on their heart, on everything else. They do not. It takes more for them to do everything. So when everybody, you know, everyone used to bitch and moan about Chester McLaughlin and. You know, I don't think Chris Jones is Chester McLaughlin. He, you know, but I also, you know, he carried 340. Yeah, I like it. It is different. I think people need to understand the physiology that's there. But he does kind of take a double team, like look at those cuties. Uh, he he does he does kind of take a uh, double team, like hey, well, I did my job. Yeah, they- <laughs> yeah. Where Aaron Donald, you look at a guy who looks like I'm going to show you that I'm better than two men. Chris yeah. Jones is like, nah, I'm good. That's what I, I mean. I've done my job. I've yeah. taken up two men. Yeah, I, I I'm with you. His uh, motor, his motor doesn't run hot all the time. No, but I, but I want I want to be clear. He's a great player. Yes, like even with his warts, his strengths way outweigh it. Um, but and hey, if he comes t- to work this week, well, that's what with that's a bunch of fury. He look out. He's gonna. It's gonna be a weapon for the Chiefs. Well, I think he does get motivated by outside comments, and I'm hoping mine get to him. <laughs> right, because I think he could be the kind of guy that I think he is the kind of guy. It's like, oh, I can't play the run, you know. Well, I, so I I will not fall out of my chair if he blows up some run plays inside, and I think that's what they need, you know. And I tell you, the other thing that has to happen is the defensive line. I've I've got to assume it was by design that they were standing straight up out of their stance. That they were in a read and react mode. They were almost playing like linebackers against the Bills. They were not firing out, and I think it's because they said, we'll keep Josh Allen in the pocket. We don't want to get beat by his legs. And then it just didn't work. He still beat them with his legs. But I'm, I'm a big fan of um, 64, um, the guy they signed again this year like they did in 19. Pinnell, Mike Pinnell, thank you. Right. Mike Pinnell was standing straight up. Like, what are we doing? This is like peewee football stuff. Like, I just don't think they make that kind of mistakes unless they're like, listen, know where he is. You stand straight up when you're trying to look. If you're seeking destroy, you fire out. And, you know, I understand you don't want to get beat by Lamar Jackson running around, but you have to get into that backfield because the running backs will kill you. And I, I think that, you know, Houston showed that they were slowing down the, the Ravens when they were getting good pressure and they were blitzing a lot. It wasn't like they was killing them. Yeah, it's not like blitzing Mahomes. I do, I do agree with you. If Mark Andrews is close to healthy, then that that's a that's a layer of the game that you know we haven't had to watch for a while. I, I, I the one thing I do take solace in is likely never put up these kind of numbers with Andrews. They never seem to run the Andrews Hayden Hurst stuff where they'd run two tight ends. Right. They didn't. Either, I don't know if they didn't trust Likely. They were doing it more this year than they ever have. But Likely really emerged when Andrews went down. And do they have and maybe the packages so maybe to because run both? Of that. They'll say, you know, they, hey, this this looks good here. Let's, yeah. Let's do yeah, that. Don't mess with what, let's ain't, do that. what ain't broke. Um, all right, let's take a break. Danny Klingskill ain't broke. He's here with us in the uh, program. We're live at Rally House. Stocking caps, hoodies, uh, such a great selection. I mean, it's unbelievable all the things they have. I mean, you're saying to yourself, I need a baseball jersey that's red and gold and says Chiefs on the front of it. Well, come on down because they have that. Right? I know you've been saying you need it. Come get it. Scarves, gloves, and then everything for your party, too. Drinkware, glassware, that's one of the things I'm going to be going home with. I need some new Chiefs glasses. I've got, like, odds and ends that are out there. I want to come away with a full set, uh, everything you need for uh, home. Chiefs napkins. Saw some folks running around there. Uh, Baby Chiefs gear. 
Don't let your kid be the only kid in daycare without baby Chiefs gear. Uh, get the Rally House, 19 locations around the Lots, metro. cruel children uh, making fun of yours. Oh, God, I'd hate to hear that. You know, spitting up on your kid because he's not wearing a, a Chiefs onesie. What are you <laughs> Throw, doing? Throwing his yogurt. Let's go, people. Rallyhouse.com. You can buy online or find the location nearest you. Danny Kleekskill's with us. He's brought to you by Easton Roofing as we're broadcasting live here at Rally House. Easton Roofing's got you covered, whether it's your home or your business. No payment collected until you are 100% satisfied. Joe Spiker and his great team are happy to take care of you the way they take care of me and Danny. Uh, check them out online right now at EastonRoofing.com, getting you back to business, getting you back to life faster. That is Easton Roofing. Danny. Rock Chalk Jayhawk K State MU, which game uh, is, uh, has I, got your fancy this weekend? Well, I I, I can't imagine that K State's going to do good work at Houston. Uh, they've been playing on the margins and and doing better than I think they their record. I think is better than you know they've been stealing some games, but I don't, I don't think Kansas at Iowa State's very intriguing. Uh, you know, Kansas is they're same category. You're sitting there 16 and three and four and two in the big theater. But you get the sense that they are struggling a bit themselves too, and their their margins are short. And I gave I give K State a lot of trouble. They should have got blown out of the tub last that game. You know they were down, and Iowa State was fired up. I thought that game was going out the door, and they hung in there. I was impressed with Iowa State. They got athletes that defend very well. I think it's going to be tough for Kansas. So I I think this is going to be a game where Kansas could say, you know, step up again and say, you know, we're we're not we're still here. But they lose their four and three. Oh, this league could be won with six losses. Uh what is Kansas a seed at the end of the year? Three. Three? Okay. Let's get a, get a gauge on I'll say three. On what you're expecting. High three. Danny, enjoy the game. Uh, we'll break down the uh, Super Bowl yeah. next week, right? <laughs> we we might. We, yeah. we will either way. One way or the other. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be a topic uh, next week. Uh, Danny Klinkscale. Uh, check out his great work at dannyklinkscale.com. Danny, always brought to you by Easton Roofing. We're live at Rally House right here at 95th and Glovera. All right, Mahomes versus Jackson will be the seventh conference championship game matchup of former MVPs who met in the first one. Brought to you by Good Sense. 